You know, I think something that needs to be said in relation to being positive and corporate positivism and just making everything a ray of sunshine to gloss over all of the negativity. I think one thing that's important in that is being a positive person, being a kind person, a good individual, genuinely caring about other people, but using the negativity as a backing for what you believe in. You know, being positive, but not letting someone alter your environment or change your beliefs and you still have that positivism because you can be a positive person and use use the negativity to hold yourself in that point and to and as a foundation for your ideas and your beliefs and what you think about situations and I think that's one thing that is important and it's one thing that I think I've seen people get far on it it's been one aspect is that you know you see people especially at work like um people in like low-level jobs or something you know they're they're always so positive and happy and they take every change that happens that may even be a negative change and they say oh okay well it's really good and this is the reason why it's good and we're so happy about it but then you look at you know, you look at people like executives and stuff like that, and they they do the same thing, but they they back their positivity with their negativity, and that's how they're able to stay balanced. Because if you if you don't do that, you end up being you know somebody who you think everything's positive all the time, but then it just kind of teeters and falls off, and you you have to fake it so hard that it's not. It, it it just doesn't work and you know we have to we have to do so much faking in our lives nowadays if you work for a corporation most of the time it's it's unbearable and i just i wonder myself you know how much longer will people put up with this you know how much longer will it take before we all just go off the deep end i wonder I, I think about that quite often because you can go into my job and i've gone into other people's and you look around and it's just it is you know it's a play it really does look like a play it makes me feel like i'm going and watching something on broadway it is you know you just look at people and you wonder you know how can you do this, and how can I even do what I do without just busting out laughing? It's it's so funny when you look at it from like an outsider perspective because it's just all ridiculous and it's all crazy, and everybody around you, including you know myself included, you have to be somebody that you're not that is just so far off from who you actually are, and that just blows my mind because. We all do it so eloquently and, you know, to the point that we know that we have to have, you know, a line down our psyche. We have to be two separate people. You're the person when you get home and you're the person when you leave and you leave the rest at the door. And that's actually viewed as a positive thing. And I just, you know, the people that really go far, the people that in happiness um, are the people that, you know, do something that they want to do and, you know, I just, uh, not, not everybody's in the position to do that. I know I'm not because we can't just drop our 
mortgages and our car payments to to do that and a lot of times that's what it takes and you know I just I just mm-hmm. wonder how much longer it will continue the way that it is and what that might mean for us and you know nature to to tie a higher power into this um you know nature made our bodies and I I trust nature I tr- and you know God might even be nature but I I, I trust nature I trust God, if you think that way, um, I trust the universe in what it's doing, and I don't think that it would do something for no reason. So I wonder, you know, what might the reason be for us having to falsify ourselves? Or is that just somehow a part of the balance? I'm not sure. Um, to even things out, I don't know, but um, I just wonder how much longer it will last. You know, will we become this fake being that is the consciousness of a corporation or the consciousness of a perceived person of higher authority living through us? Will we be possessed in that sense? Or will we drop the mask and be who we are? And will we trudge through the chaos that that will cause knowing the greatness that will be at the end and knowing that it will make us able to make us be able to show who we are and live who we are 100% of the time. It'll be interesting to find out, and I would surely hope that we do. And you know, this brings me to the dark side of things and what that might mean. You know, when you're talking about balance, you are generally talking about light and dark, and most things related to balance can be traced back to the root of light and dark. It's, um, you know, just evolution has put that in us. We kind of always had the light and the dark scenario, and, um, you know, it's, it's a model, you know, model, balance, light and dark, day and night, um, just what the planet does. Everything's kind of in models in nature, and, um, you know, the dark side, on the face of it, kind of always seems to be stronger than the light side. And I was thinking about why that might be, you know. The dark side is almost like breaking your way through to a higher, to, to the higher power, to your goal, to whatever it may be that you want not caring what it destroys, whereas the light side is getting there with care and affection, you know, everyone else's best interests in mind and smoothly. The dark side is just a careless, ruthless extension of, you know, to power, no matter what it destroys. It's a shortcut that reaches your goal, but in a sense destroys yourself. It's almost like the dark side is not going with the flow in a sense, and the light side is. And it's so much more powerful, the light side, 
in the long run because it is going with this ancient flow and it has the backing and the power and the foundation and the energy of that. Whereas the dark side is stronger on the face of it because it just jumps the gun and gets there, but it has no stamina. It doesn't last. It's just, um, that's interesting to me because, you know, and, and I start to think there's there's a difference between the dark side and the sinister side. And the sinister side, the, the, the sinister side is an interesting concept because in the DMT world or realm, however you think of it, when you're th- or in that dimension, whenever you're there, there always seems to be an underlying sinister aspect to it. You know, you have these beings that reach out to you with love and affection and give you these objects and trade ideas and talk to you about these things, but there's always this sinister aspect to it. Like they have just this jester vibe, this this elf, you know, eerie clown vibe. And it's it's so interesting. It's mind-blowingly interesting. And sometimes, sometimes when you're talking about like psilocybin it's the same thing in a sense but it seems like these higher powers they just they have this sinister side and it's almost like they're intelligent enough to turn the darkness into a sinister energy and what I mean by that is is if you look at nature so there, there seems to be a relation to the higher energy you have, the higher positive, the, the 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 higher your positive energy goes, the higher your darker energy has to go to compensate and to be in balance. You know, you look at nature, just absolutely beautiful, mind blowing, positive, you know, filled place, full of intelligence, caring, nurturing, just nature, this awesome thing, and. Also, nature is one of the darkest things. You know, it will, you know, a lion will just rip apart a rabbit in a blink of an eye and, you know, intestines spilling out everywhere. It will, a bear might maul you or your child. Um, You know, you have dark, terrible things in nature, but you also have bright, beautiful things. And it seems like the higher you get in this intellectual, you know, realm the 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 wiser and more knowledgeable you become whereas nature is kind of the you know the the highest point of that that we can see you also have to you know increase your your darkness to balance it because you have to be balanced but it's almost like these things like nature like dmt which may even be the same thing um, just a you know a one a consciousness of it a uh, a different way to get to it and a different way to interact with it, um, a different perception of it. It's able to turn this dark energy into a sinister one, and it's almost like by by sinister, it's almost like you have you have the idea. Like maybe maybe you're looking at a little child running through the trees and maybe you're a tree and you, you have this, you know, knowledge, but you also have this idea that, you know, 
of, of all these terrible things that could be done, but you don't do it. You just have the thought of it, and by having the thought, that sinister energy is put out there. And maybe that's the reason that when a little kid runs through the trees, it's scared, even though, you know, it's just, it's just interesting how much energy is able to manipulate things. I mean, we know evolutionary-wise, in speaking, it's it's because of animals and such, but it's so... It's just so interesting, and there's so many variables, and it's 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 a wonderful thing to think about, I think. But in a sense, to end my point here, just back your positivity with your negativity to be balanced. You know, Hitler did the opposite. He backed his negativity with his positivity to be balanced, and just switch it around for yourself. You know, for all you know... And you know, I was thinking about this. I was I was around some other people the other day, and I was I was looking around at them. We were all standing up and talking, and and I said, you know, for all you know, this entire reality is just in your head. You know, I might not be real. He might not be real. It might just all be in your head, and I'm just some figment of your imagination. Whether you turn it into the possibility of you being in a coma which i highly doubt or you you know being this being that has created this reality in your head or being on some kind of multi-dimensional alien psychedelic experience or trip and every time you take a psychedelic here it actually just sends you back home i'm you know the whole two negatives make a positive type thing I just, you know, I think that's important to realize that it's all in your head. You know, the people around you may not exist. You may be the only thing that exists, and that works both ways. It works in the ways that it's just you, which you wouldn't have a way to disprove, and it works in the way that we're all connected, so everything is you. Either way, it's just you. So you shouldn't do anything in your life that you don't want to do. You should just go out there and do what you want to do and not worry about anyone else. And that's that's one reason that, you know, another episode I talked about, just be cautious when it comes to, you know, and, you know, nothing against this. I have nothing against it, but just think about it. You know, be cautious before you start grounding yourself with friends and with you know, starting a family and grounding these things because I think it's important to be open a little bit, you know. You know, look around and see what it is that you really want to do before you ground yourself in a situation because sometimes people are too eager to jump into that. I know I was. And it's, you know, it's not... I just think, you know, if it is you, which it probably is, just you then make it what you want it because in a sense if it's just you then you're creating this entire reality or you're having the experience of it you know like i've said many times everything is in models if you if you can find the model that model is is throughout everything in this dimension and i think that's what dimensions are is they're they're groups of models that extend out through the entire dimension groups of rules I mean, you know, one model, you look at the model of, okay, you go in a dream, okay? Well, if right before you go into the dream, you have all of these thoughts about, I want to dream about a big house, I want to dream about a big house, then when you dream, you're going to dream about a big house most of the time. 
at least in my experience. And and if you if you go into a psychedelic experience and you know things start to go bad, sing your way out of it or force positive energy into it and give positive energy to it to change the experience and it will change the entire experience. You will change that experience. And, you know, you can do that same thing with your life. You know, people that are happy, it's because they concentrated on being happy because they they said, I need to do this, I need to do this, I need to do that to be happy. It's, it's You put the energy out there and you get it back. So that same model applies to your life. I mean, if this is your life and you're the only person existing in it, you're the only thing, this is all yours, you can make it what you want it to be. But it may be like going to the gym. It may take you a long time to do it. It may be a month before you notice a difference. But you will notice a difference if you try. And I just think that that's something that needs to be said because you can build on that energy. You know, there's um there's an equation out there. If you Google it, it's um if you add like 1% to a power of a number the number increases, and, and it's meant to show, um, like if you go to the gym one time a week or whatever for a year, there's like a 32% increase, but if you don't go at all, there's a decrease of like something like 11%. It just shows that even if you do a little bit, you just, just, just a tiny little bit, there will be a tremendous difference over time. And, you know, I think that's something that's important. You know, don't, and I'm not talking about the gym. That's just an example. I'm talking about your life. You know, you know, put that energy out there. Put that energy out there. Make it what you want it to be. And it doesn't mean, you know, spend six hours in the first day, completely exhaust yourself mm-hmm. and, you know, never do it again. It just means here and there, you know, just make it what you want it to be. Work yourself up. Train that muscle that's probably atrophied if you've never used it. It's going to take time, but make it strong and you can do anything you want to do. And I just, um, I think that's something that needs to be realized. And you know, the last thing I want to say here in my effort to tie it all together, you know, just don't criticize other people's viewpoints when it comes to how they might believe things or how they might believe balance or what kind of energy they might put into into their lives you know I think it's important to be open with each other's viewpoints and not so much try to change someone else's to benefit your own but understand theirs and then allow yours to be understood by them and honor their differences you know each of you are your own person if this is your reality then they have their own if they even exist and if you do it's just it's something that's important, and you know, like I, I see people compare their experiences of psychedelics or their experiences with DMT or their thoughts of about the afterlife or their thoughts about what all of this is, and and too often I see someone being criticized or being told that their thought doesn't capture a certain experience when that may be how it is seen for them. You know, I've actually had to change myself to encompass this and realize that this is just my life and my experience, and I shouldn't try to get other people to understand it and. I shouldn't try to strive for someone to agree with mine, and I don't. Um, you know, I just, the, the whole reason I even do this and talk about this and share things the way that I do here is just to tell you what I see. It's just what I see. 
Doesn't mean it's what you see. Doesn't mean it's what somebody else sees. Doesn't mean that you need to understand my perception for your life. It is just what I see. And, you know, I see other people that they, they go, okay, well, I had this DMT experience and I met this and maybe this whole DMT thing is blank. And somebody else says, I don't know how you could possibly think that. That doesn't encompass the experience at all. Well, it may not encompass your experience, but it may encompass theirs. You know, it's just, it's important to, if, if we're all the same consciousness, if, if I'm you and you're me and we're all the same being and we're here to interact with each other the way that a finger might scratch an itch on an arm, you know, we're all the same being, but we are here to build and help and grow each other and find each other, then then if we're all the same being, but we're all different parts of the same being, then one of my primary goals should be to understand your part and to understand your experience and your point of view. And you should be open to understanding mine. But if you tell me yours and I understand your experience and then I criticize you that yours isn't like mine, that's ridiculous. You know, we should just all try and understand each other and realize that in a sense, it's all the same thing. It's just different perceptions of it. Almost like if you set a water bottle or a cup down on, you know, a table and you have people at different parts of the table and the cup has different colors and different words on each side, you're all going to see different aspects of that cup. And if you never walk around the table, you'll never know what anyone else sees. So um, I'm going to end it here and thank you for listening.